Welcome to another episode of the Physique Formation Podcast with your host, Denver Stain. Today, I want to talk about building self-confidence and some practical tips and strategies to do this. And the reason why I like to talk about this topic is because I feel like self-confidence is something that is obviously built over time. I recall a time where I was scared to go to a gym, didn't feel comfortable, didn't know what I was doing there, didn't know how to do the exercises. You know, I recall a time where I was, uh, it was suggested that I do a bodybuilding competition in my teenage years. And I was like, and also a powerlifting competition as well. And all this negative self-talk kind of took over and I made up all these different excuses as to why I wouldn't, shouldn't do that or, you know, why I just, I thought it was a dumb idea to be honest. But at the same time, really, that was just a low uh, sense of self-confidence because of a lack of experience when you think about that kind of stuff. So I feel like as I am today myself, I feel quite confident in many ways in different areas of life that I have built confidence in. However, there is always going to be a lack or lowered level of confidence in other areas. Um, But you can trick yourself, this sounds crazy, but you can trick yourself into becoming more confident by believing in yourself and pretty much telling your brain that, hey, I can do this. I, I recall a time where the first time I ever drove a vehicle on the opposite side of the road in America, many years ago now, I said to myself, I can do this, no fear at all. And you know, the people I was with, they were kind of like, oh, you know, I don't know if we can do this. This is gonna be so different and hard and challenging. And I was like, no. I got this, it's fine. And it was almost like just autonomous that I was learning on the go, but it was fine. Um, fast track many, many years later, even while I'm here in Bali right now, I had never um, ridden a scooter before, a little moped scooter. And I just never had the re- a reason to previously. So I kind of avoided it last time I was here in Bali. I did jump on one one time. I was a bit intoxicated and uh, it didn't go, didn't feel like it was gonna go too well. So I decided to opt against it, which obviously would have lowered my confidence around getting on a bike. But I was here just the other week and I saw some people renting a bike, a scooter. And I thought to myself, I'm here for three weeks and I'm gonna avoid using a scooter. No way, I'm gonna get one. And I spoke to these um, people that were getting theirs and they said, yeah, I've never done it before, but it shouldn't be too hard, it should be fine. And I thought to myself, Denver, you're 35 years old and you can't ride a scooter. Are you joking? You can do this. So immediately after they got their scooter, I went ahead and said, hey, get me one too. And I got no experience either, but just tell me what to do and I'll do it. So I jumped on the scooter with zero experience. They just ran me through it. Luckily, I did get my motorbike license about five years ago now, but I haven't actually been on a bike since I got the license. But um yeah, so I got this, got on the scooter and the first minute or two was a little bit wobbly, a bit unsure about what I was doing. I was very hyper aware of people around me, stuff like that. But I told myself, I was like, it's a scooter, like, come on. People are doing this every single day of their lives here all around me. It's crazy chaos traffic here in Bali with all these scooters. I've been on the back of them so many times as if I can't just, you know, drive one as well. So um, I did it. And within, you know, 20 minutes or so, I felt confident. Everything was fine. And I've done some long trips, like two hour 
rides now on this scooter. I've been weaving in and out of traffic where I need to, I've been in high density areas. Um, I'm using the scooter every single day like I've been riding it for years. And that just came down to believing a certain level of confidence was there even though it wasn't because experience wasn't there. But as my experience has gone up over the days of using it, obviously my confidence has gone up a lot as well. Um, so, and that's just like a side example of tricking yourself to believe that you are more confident. Now, I had a conversation with a girl the other morning here, uh, we had breakfast and you know, she was telling me that she's attracted to confidence, right? And I believe that confidence is an attractive trait and I, I'm also attracted to confidence as well. When somebody comes across as confident, they become they come across as sure of themselves and uh, it's, a, it's a positive attribute because a lot of people are too scared to show their confidence or have a low level of confidence. Now I said to her, I was like, what do, how do you define or how do you differentiate the difference between confidence and arrogance? Because you know, it's far too often people can say, hey, you're so arrogant, you know, you're into yourself, you love yourself, you think you're so good, these types of things, if you come across as confident. And I know I've experienced this many times over, where people assume that I'm arrogant or whatever it might be. And then, you know, we spend some time together and we have a great time together and they realize that's not quite the case at all. I just have a really good level, a really good level of self-confidence and self-belief. And I will tell myself that I can do things even if um, there's a lot of doubt in the back of my mind that I'm drowning out at the same time. But anyways, I asked her this question and she said to me, the difference between confidence and arrogance is basically a confident person will be confident, obviously, and they'll be proud of themselves and they'll show a certain level of, um, you know, a short, like surety of themselves and stuff like that, how they, how they present themselves and things. But an arrogant person will talk down to people, will be rude to a waiter at a cafe, will just be disrespectful in general. And so I feel like it's very easy to be confident without being arrogant, but I can completely understand uh, what it means to be arrogant because yeah, there's people out there who will be rude and condescending and feel like they're better than everybody else and talk talk down on everybody else all the time. And instead of elevating themselves because of their own personal confidence, they're actually just talking other people down, which in a way is maybe a level of low confidence when you think about it. So I feel like some people are scared to be confident or show confidence because they're worried that they might be confused as someone who's arrogant you know, or up themselves. But I think, you know, F that, do you be you, people are gonna love you or hate you regardless. So be confident, believe in yourself, and um, you know, you'll, you'll actually get more out of life, to be honest, uh, I can definitely guarantee that for sure. Um, and yeah, people are gonna judge you either way. But anyways, let's talk about like practical tips and strategies around confidence and building self-confidence and also like overcoming self-doubt. You know, I think the first thing that we need to do is understand the root cause of your self-doubt. Uh, again, obviously a lack of experience plays a big role here as well, but um, before you can start building your self-confidence, you know, it's important to understand the root causes of your self-doubt. Um, you know, is it, is it because of past experiences? Is it negative self-talk? Or is it a fear of failure as well? You know, I had this conversation, another conversation with someone just yesterday about uh, bodybuilding and competing and me saying, I'm gonna, I'm gonna win, like I'm gonna win my competitions. Even if I didn't win, 
It's not going to, I'm not going to be depressed about it. I'm not going to, you know, dwell on that. If somebody beats me on the bodybuilding stage, I'm going to be so impressed by their physique because I know the work that I'm putting in to present my best physique. And if there's a physique on stage that's better than mine, leaner, better posing, better tanning, just overall better look, man, like I want to know that person. I want to be friends with that person because I'm going to aspire to be that person or be like that person or potentially beat that person in the future. Uh, because that would be impressive to me. So it's not really like a comparison thing or anything like that, but you know, a lot of people are too scared they're going to say they're going to win something because of their lack of self-confidence. And they don't want to publicly say something in case they can't back it up, which is you know something to think about. So the fear of failure is really one of the reasons that people have self-doubt. And once you start to identify the underlying causes, you can start to work on overcoming them because confidence is built over time. And basically you just do something that's out of your comfort zone. You do it again, you do it again. It becomes more comfortable, it's easier. And then you expand on that and you try to push a bit harder, a bit further. After, while it, after some time, you know, that feels more comfortable and then you go a little bit further and you keep pushing yourself out of your comfort zone. No different to go into the gym and lifting a certain weight, learning an exercise in the lowest weight. And you know, three months later, you're lifting a lot heavier. Six months later, you're lifting even heavier. Three years later, you're teaching other people how to do it because you've built this confidence over time through experience, right? Another thing you can think about to improve your self-confidence and overcome self-doubt would be to practice self-compassion, right? So self-compassion is a vital aspect of like building self-confidence really. When you make a mistake or experience a setback, it's important to be kind to yourself instead of beating yourself up. A lot of people will do something wrong, um, you know, or just not perform their best or, you know, have some kind of neg negative experience and it completely throws them off. And they're like, you know, I'm not going to do this ever again. I recall a time where I took someone with me to the gym and at the time I was a lot less experienced with working out and understanding the mindset of people and I was very young and they came to the gym with me and I lifted some very very heavy weights I really pushed myself and it was their first time in the gym I wasn't a personal trainer at this point in time I was still young in my like te late teens I think and I trained so hard and they were such like a beginner it really threw them off and it made them not want to ever come back to the gym again because I didn't, I wasn't as encouraging as I should have been or I could have been. And I wasn't really aware that everyone's in a different place and, you know, how I was affected, how they felt. And then they never came back to the gym again, which is kind of crazy and also kind of sad. But, um, you know, we learned from these things. Well, I learned from that for, for sure. And I was like, okay, like be a little bit more uh, aware of other people, where they are in their life and um, don't make them feel like they're any less or like you know uncomfortable because that could also create a lower level of self-confidence for that person and uh, feel like like a negative vibe around that but practicing self-compassion being kind to yourself it's very important um, having conversations with yourself might sound really strange to a lot of people but it really works right positive affirmations work really well in my opinion um, positive self-talk works really well in my opinion and um, just having clarity and thinking about the process of achieving certain things and what it takes 
and your ability to make things happen can really shift your mindset to a more positive place to think, you know what, like, there's no reason why I can't do this. So, yeah, and, you know, I guess to add to that, and I guess this would be a third point, is to set realistic goals and celebrate your achievements. Because, like I said earlier, if you push to do something out of your comfort zone and then it becomes a little bit easier, you're building confidence and then you push a bit further. You're building more confidence and you continue to do, th- to do this over time. And if these goals are realistic and achievable, you'll have a greater sense of achievement, obviously, and you can stop and celebrate that and realize that, hey, like I am developing as a person over time. So setting realistic goals and celebrating your achievements can help you to build confidence um, and it just makes things a little bit more exciting. Again, another story. I remember the first time I ever went skydiving, I was freaking out when I first booked it for myself. I'm like, this is a fear. I've got a fear of heights, I think. I want to overcome it. I'm going to jump out of a plane and this is going to be crazy. I bought it on the 1st of January. I made that like a New Year's goal, basically. It took me three months to actually go ahead and book it and do it. But once I booked it, I told myself, I'm no longer fearful of this task or this event. Instead, I'm excited for it. This is going to be so exciting. It's going to be something I've never done before. It's going to be something that not many people in the world have done or a lot of people have that fear basically. And it's going to overcome a fear at the same time. And I convinced myself that I was excited instead of nervous or worried or scared or anything like that. And I recall the whole day, um, you know, my partner at the time, she was freaking out. She's like, aren't you worried? You know, are you going to be okay? Are you safe? All these different things. And I was like, it's going to be fine. It's going to be totally fine. This is exciting. I'm so excited about this right now. And I literally just convinced myself that I was excited more than anything. And it was going to be an amazing experience. Now, touching on celebrating achievements, I recall it was around Easter time. And I said to myself, I'm going to jump out of this plane. And then once I've done that and I've achieved it and I've got this, you know, amazing sense of um, fulfillment, I guess you could say, then I'm going to go get myself a Nutella hot cross bun because I love Nutella, obviously. Right. So I was like, Nutella hot cross buns were at a certain bakery and I was going to get that. But I wasn't getting it until I had jumped out of that plane. So I kind of set myself up with a, a way to celebrate the achievement and the whole time going up, doing the whole event, everything kind of feels like a blur now, but the whole time I told myself I was super excited about it. Um, it's going to be an amazing experience. And I also told myself, wow, I can't wait to have that hot cross bun afterwards and uh, you know, be proud of my achievements along the way. So making sure that you celebrate life is very important. I know like going back to bodybuilding competitions and stuff like that, um, I have a few events coming up obviously and I've already set some really exciting things that I'm going to be doing to celebrate my achievements after the competitions and no they're not revolved around food although I'm sure at some point I'm going to be super excited about eating all these different fun foods and stuff like that but what I tend to personally do is after a long fat loss phase I will book a holiday I'll book a trip doesn't matter where it is it could be you know, a staycation could be like just interstate or it could be overseas or whatever, but I'll book a trip for at least a week, if not longer, and I'll make sure that it's very adventurous. So I'm doing a lot of things that are active. 
none of them are bodybuilding related you know what i mean so i'm going whitewater rafting or i'm going rock climbing or i'm going paddle boarding things like that um hiking doing fun things which can which ensures that i'm staying active in general so i'm still burning calories but i'm not obsessed with the gym and at the same time i'm able to progressively eat more food get my body adapted to being heavier again because we want to regain some body weight body fat and um and get to a healthy body fat percentage again instead of being so shredded so having a a trip for me personally after a long fat loss phase is the best because i will i know that i'm going to move more because i'm moving i'm traveling i'm being stimulated through new experiences and adventures i'm enjoying random different foods along the way and not being obsessed with how i look in the mirror or the scale or anything like that and at the same time i'm avoiding uh the the social aspect of being at home where everybody wants to celebrate everybody wants to eat with you drink with you um you know party whatever and then you excessively gain a whole bunch of body weight you look in the mirror every day you weigh yourself every day you still think about you still go to the same gym every day you know you have this environment which is very conducive to regaining body weight rapidly and saying you know what i deserve this and then you just eat way too much so you know that might be a side tip for some people out there who do contest preps or long fat loss phases but have a way to celebrate the journey that isn't focused just around food uh, but it progressively gets you to a point where you you are eating more but you're also being quite active and it also resets your brain and you're not just obsessed with this one goal that's kind of something that i do uh, and something that i will continue to do basically um, another point to add to this podcast i know the time's getting close to that 20 minute mark right now but um you want to surround yourself with positive and supportive people right that's very simple and everyone knows this to be true that surrounding yourself with positive and supportive people can definitely help to boost your self-confidence especially if they are open to being honest with you when they feel like you're doing well in life and they don't hold back from giving you you know deserved compliments you know a lot of people out there even if they're close to you they won't tell you too many things positive about yourself because maybe they have a low self-esteem themselves or whatever else but if you can seek out friends or colleagues who are supportive of your goals um, you'll find that they'll actually lift you up instead of bringing you down and that will give you a greater sense of achievement accomplishment confidence um, and excitement as well the conversations that you have with these people will be far better than conversations that you have with other people who kind of might feel uncomfortable because you're progressing in life or uncomfortable with your level of confidence and things like that um, because they need to work on themselves as well. The last point I will mention is practicing self-care. So, you know, the first focus was understanding the root cause of your self-doubt. The second focus is practicing self-compassion. The third focus is setting realistic goals and also celebrating your achievements along the way. The fourth focus is uh, surrounding yourself with positive and supportive people. And then the fifth focus, and we'll we'll make this the last one, is practicing self-care, right? So you wanna make sure that you're taking care of yourself physically, mentally, and emotionally. That is essential to build self-confidence. So you need to make time for activities that bring you joy, you know obviously going to the gym being active getting outdoors that works really well for me having hobbies as well and spending time with loved ones human connection to me is so important 
you know, as I do this podcast right now, I am a single guy and I am focused on goals outside of dating, which doesn't really put me in a position where I'm looking for a girlfriend in this present moment. However, human connection is very important and I feel like it adds a lot of value to my life. So it's fine that I don't have someone to wake up to every day or whatever else comes with a relationship, um, but I have these connections with different people that I get to enjoy time with all the time. And spending time with people or you look like your loved ones or people you really vibe with can really improve your overall mental health, um, your emotional health, the quality of your conversations will uh, also be dependent on that as well. But it'll bring you a lot more joy and fulfillment in your life. And I think you'll step away from that in a moment and think, wow, I've got so much gratitude right now for the life that I have because you've kind of designed your life to ensure that your your overall health is in a good place, your well-being is in a good place, you're doing activities that you love with people who you enjoy being around, um, and you're healthy overall. So, you know, a few different things to think about in this podcast around um, building confidence and becoming more confident, and I think we all have the ability to do so. I've actually got a list of goals for uh, 2023 that I've written down, and I've discussed this with a few different people, where I've split up my year into three-thirds, right? So the first third, second third, and third third. And I've done this instead of quarters because I feel like quarters are just too short and I wanna have more time to enjoy and experience and achieve certain goals. So the first third of the year is obviously gonna be four months, the second third is four months, the final third is four months. For a 12, that's 12 months across the year. So I've got this list and in each third, I've got different things that I want to learn about, different um, skills I want to build as well and different achievements i want to have along the way as well now in this first third obviously a lot of it is around competing as a bodybuilder winning my competitions um coming to bali for three weeks doing some other things that i've got listed as well and some skills and all the stuff and i don't think about the second third or the third third until i'm there i think about the current first third that i'm focused on so i've been ticking off my list of things to do but each third has skills that i'm going to develop and right now i can tell you now just thinking forwards uh, in the third third there's some skills that i'm going to be learning that i have no idea how to do and it's going to be so exciting to be able to do them and at the end of the year when i look back and think wow i actually learned how to do this 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 and this i got better at these things i improved these things and i ticked off these big picture goals and achievements life is amazing right so having these tasks and learning new skills can really help you to grow and develop as a person and it's going to get you the most out of life so you know sometimes even last night i was just thinking about my goals and i looked at my first third goals and i was like okay cool i'm taking these things off like these these are happening and some of them that are left over to do in this first third they're just time-based i'm just waiting for the events to come but i'm putting all the work in to make it happen and then there's some others where i'm like okay i need to really focus on getting making time to learn this skill that i've written down because i definitely want to learn this skill and then obviously develop um, a lot of confidence around it as well so that's the podcast for today and i think that uh, in conclusion i want to say that building self-confidence is a gradual process Uh, But with the right strategies and mindset, it's definitely possible to overcome self-doubt and achieve any goal that comes to mind. 
So remember to be kind to yourself along the way. You want to set some realistic goals. You want to celebrate your achievements and you want to surround yourself with positive people uh, whilst you also practice self-care along the way. So I hope you found this podcast informative today and inspiring in one way or another. Uh, I love this topic of conversation. I love speaking about these types of things because, you know, self-confidence, like I said at the start of this podcast, is something that we build over time. And you have to become really resilient and really sure of yourself to not let people knock you down and lose that self-confidence. You have to really believe in yourself. And to get to a point where you do honestly believe in yourself 100%, you will achieve great things and life will feel more purposeful. Um, You'll have more of an abundant mindset and you'll make decisions towards those goals and those things uh, that most people would probably hold back from. So that's my podcast for today, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you have any questions, just reach out to me. You know how to do that. And I'll speak to you guys on the next one.